Welcome to the After Show with Mackenzie Stewart and Amy Shannon. We have over 15 years of literary experience between us. Our mission is to educate and assist authors of all writing levels. Hi, Amy. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? It seems like it's been forever. <laughs> it has been. How, your, happy New Year. Happy New Year to Yes, you. Happy New Year to you and all the listeners out there. Um, it's it's good to start a new year. It's like starting fresh. So, um, you know, I, I'm I like when the holidays are coming up, but I kind of like when they're over too. <laughs> I can definitely understand where you're coming from. Um, so, so Amy, what have you been doing with you know your bookshelf reviews? What's going on there? Well, um, a few minor. Changes. I actually changed the logo. Um, I just really the color of the logo. It's um, now it's red, white, and blue rather than the shades of purple and gold that it was before. Um, I thought I wanted something new and fresh, and I also think that I don't know, especially in the you know everything that's going on. I think um, you know having the colors of you know, red, white, and blue, you know, for um, the United States, I think that, you know, it's kind of just um, we need to show our pride more. So, you know, I'm just doing a little bit of my part by, um, you know, I changed the logo, and I did let people know ahead of time before that I was going to do it. You know, um, it's it's the same thing. It's me writing reviews. And my rules are all spelled out. But um, that really was the the major thing that I've done um, recently I've been I did two blogs about my year in review um, for 2019 and it kind of goes over what I did with the blogs and how I supported authors reviews my final review tally of the year um, things like that so what have you been up to well Amy I get a very 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 soft launch of my book meaning that um, I've had some crazy life things <laughs> to really go on uh, at the current moment, and um, the book, um, the publishing company, um, they're working on uploading it, getting it onto uh, Amazon for the Kindle version of the book, but um, the actual paperback book is there. I decided not to uh, go with a hardback, um, a hardcover like I have previously. Um, it's just one of those lessons learned kind of things. But people really, they did like it and enjoyed getting a heart, a heart cover. But uh, this time I only went with the Kindle and also with the, um, the, the paperback. Uh, the book is called Reception, uh, an Emily Graham novel. And um, I'm, very, I'm very excited. I'm very proud of the actual finished product. And I am proud for you because I have, um, as soon as I saw that the paperback went live, because that was what I was waiting for, um, and I ordered it. So, <laughs> you know, and I have I have already read it before, you know. Um, so the review has already been written and everything, and and I posted it on January second. Um, the review, my review of the book, and. To let everybody know, even though you and I are friends and colleagues and co-hosts, that it doesn't matter who writes a book, you know, whether I know them or not, my um, 
you know, my reviews are they're unbiased and they're completely honest. So uh, I just want people to know that. And actually, I can't wait. I know I got my notification that the book has been shipped, so I'm just anxiously waiting for it to arrive in my mail so I can add it to my shelf next to your other book, Shattered. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm very excited. So look, I, I want to look. I want to you know do a, a public service announcement and tell the listeners out there, Amy is honest. So <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, she read the book many times before, meaning that I sent it to her and she offered, you know, some suggestions. She offered, you know, some insights, some advice. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely want everybody to know that this is not something to wear. <laughs> you just got to sign off on it. So it doesn't, it doesn't happen that way. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, my name is on it. So, you know, mm-hmm. I um, – I, you know, it's very important that people know. I mean, I have made friends with, I mean, even if it's just, you know, relationships through email and online stuff with other authors. And just because they keep sending me all of their work and I read it doesn't mean that, you know, they're all going to get five stars. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's, I am as honest as I can be. And, I mean, I am a, being one myself, I'm a really big supporter of indie authors, and I do whatever I can to support them. And, you know, my reviews is one small way that I'm able to do it. Um, so, and I, I do know that I get a lot of feedback from other authors saying that they just appreciate not just what I've done for them, but what I do for all indie authors. I hear that a lot, so... Yeah, you know, the, the thing that, that um, you know, we, the, the thing that we as indie authors really need, we need reviewers, right? We need people to read our work, give us a review, um, that way other people know um, who we are. They want to know a little bit more about um, what it is that we, um, you know, what it is that we write about. And so I think it's just really important. And your reviews is definitely one of those. Um, starting point because you definitely do help us out by reading our work and giving us your honest um, opinion about our work. Um, and, and I've built up, and it's strange that I even, it's its just funny to say that, but i built up a following. So, I mean, I have people every time I post, you know, I always post a copy of the review on my Facebook page, you know, um, Amy's Bookshelf Reviews Facebook page. And there are people that, you know, every single time they're they're liking the review or they're commenting on it, you know, and they get shared and over. So I have a following, and then there's new people that don't quite understand, you know, or they hear that it's important for me to read it, and then they don't really know why until actually I do read their book and they get the review. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've heard authors saying, you know, we were just talking about you the other day. <laughs> mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, the publishing company that I actually use, um, just so the readers can know just a little bit about our backstory, um, it's not like I met Amy in the mall or I met Amy, <laughs> you know, at the movies or anything like that. Amy um, came very highly recommended from the publishing company that I use, and 
And the genre that I write under, Amy was not accepting any um, any submissions, so it was closed. And so um, the, the young lady who worked in the marketing department said, you know, I really, you really need to get some reviews, and you know, we really, we really want Amy Shannon to review your work. She's not accepting your genre, and you know, I'll let you know once, you know, you know, once you know it becomes available. It was months, months, months went by, and I got, uh, and at that particular point, my, um, the marketing services that I purchased. Um, had expired, so they were not, you know, doing marketing for me anymore. And so they sent me an email that said, "Hey, um, this is the um, the spreadsheet for, you know, Amy. Your genre is open, so Amy's um, 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 bookshelf reviews. And so you have to fill information out. And so I did. I contacted Amy, and I was lost. I didn't know what what I needed to do. So the the spreadsheet was very intimidating and. The reason I say that is not because it's confusing. Well, let me backtrack. It was a little confusing to me because I, I just wrote a book, and I just thought that if I wrote it, people were going to buy it, and I didn't do anything else. And so, <laughs> so you know, go to book, book clubs, go to Goodread. Like, I'm like, what is, what is all this? Like, I didn't know what it was, and so it took me. So um, when I contacted Amy, she sent the, the uh, spreadsheet. And so it took me probably like two weeks for me to really send it back because I had to click on all of the links to go to all of those areas and sign up for all that stuff, right, because I didn't know what it was. And so I was kind of snooping around looking and trying to educate myself because I really didn't know. So um, just wanted to, to kind of um, put that out there. But, um, yeah, great experience working with Amy. She will guide you through everything. Um, actually, the other day, um, Amy sent me an email saying that, hey, you know, where is your Kindle? <laughs> I don't want to your Kindle copy. And so I was like, yeah, I'm working on it. I, I, so, again, my life situation is happening right now. So it's like, okay, yeah, I have to find some time to kind of fix it. And so I sent them the email. So it should be up within 24 to 48 hours. Um, and so the, the Kindle copy will be available. That's great, yeah, and then so, they will add that to your author page, correct? Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I noticed mm-hmm. it wasn't listed under your author page, too. So, you know, little things right. like that I see, and then I tell the author. I mean, if if they have um, books listed on BookBub, but the one I just reviewed isn't there, I'll report it to BookBub, and then as soon as they get it, you know, they verify that it's an actual book and release and everything, and then they they list it under the proper author, I'll get a note back saying the book you reported missing is now there, and then I will go ahead and, you know, dig out my review and and post it there as well. You know, Amy, that's that back door, back closet stuff that you do for us that, you know, that we don't really know that you do, right? And so it's that kind of stuff. You will alert us, but that's the stuff that you do to help your authors, and that. You know, that is so helpful to this particular community. So, you know, thank you many times over for the hard work that you do. Well, I, I like I liked doing it. I like helping other people. And and now I think, I, you know, it's kind of like more than ever I want to do what I can um, 
because I can't actually sit down and write a story um, due to some health issues, which I'm hoping I'll get some answers to soon. But um, So I'm looking at other ways that, I mean, my reviews are simple, and my I got my computer pretty much voice commanded, so um, I can still read and write reviews. That's not an issue. <laughs> it's just working out my other projects that I wanted to get finished, um, you know, before the end of my life. <laughs> um, but I like you know, helping people. And some uh, authors are surprised. They'll ask me if I had an author request. They had um, removed their book from publication, and they just kind of, like, revamped it, a new cover, and then it was, like, a whole new link on Amazon and stuff. And they're like, I know this is a lot of work, but can you repost your review under this particular, you know, because they took it down and they uploaded it someplace else. And I happily did that. I dug out the review, um, and because I keep copies of the reviews on my computer, not just um, what's on the blog. So I have all the reviews. I I can easily go back, search for it, and then repost it if it needs to be. Or they get it released in a different format, and it's not all linked together. You know, like an audio book or something like that. Mhm. Yeah, I um. So, so I guess can I can I get you to, um, as we do for all the other authors, to read the review. <laughs> yes, and and um, once uh, you know our show is over, this will also be posted on our podcast um, Facebook page, as I do with the other authors when I do their reviews. So this is Deception, an Emily Graham novel by Mackenzie Stewart. I gave it five stars, and I said it was better than the first. I absolutely loved the first book, Shattered. A reader doesn't need to read Shattered to read Deception, but I highly recommend it. A reader should be able to enjoy both and get to know the characters. Stewart's writing has grown, and I like her writing style. Her storyteller, her storytelling is unique to her, and I love the details of well, excuse me. I love the details of the present and backstories for many of the characters. The story has several plots that are all interconnected. Stuart writes her stories in third person and present tense, an interesting choice of storytelling. The plot is indeed character-driven, and each character is very developed. The readers learn more about the returning characters from Shattered. There are also new characters that add to the story. Kindle is still my favorite character, filled with flaws, manipulations, and deception. I also like the introduction of Eliza and her connection with Sebastian. Magnificent storytelling. Well done, very well done, Mackenzie Stewart. This book is a definite recommendation by Amy's Bookshelf Reviews. Thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you. I, um, you know, in in you know, you and I, we have conversations, you know, on air and then also off air. Um, that you, you know, you talk to me about my writing and, you know, what, what I'm doing and the whole storytelling. And so you definitely did comment, uh, you definitely commented um, on a, several occasions um, that you thought my writing really um, developed over time. And one of the things that I could really say as well, um, I feel that, I feel it too. I feel it too. I feel as though, when my mind, my imagination, 
I, I'm getting more and more creative as I'm really thinking about things. And no matter what I write, because, you know, I have this book, and I'm, I'm using air quotes for everybody who uh, <laughs> is listening. <laughs> the, the name of this book is called Soccer Mom, and Amy knows how that goes with me, right? It goes in one ear, goes out the other, and it's going to change like two or three times um, before um, this one gets published. But I've been working on that, and I really enjoy that story. But I'm still back in the same place of adding to the Emily Graham novel. Um, it's something about that particular story, um, storytelling, that it always brings me back. I have nothing right now, you know, written about Emily Graham. Like, I have nothing. Like, literally. Right. I mean, I have so many other books in different stages, but yeah. I get drawn back to trying to figure out that particular story. Um, one of the things that I do want to um, discover, um, because I have no idea, like I have no clue, like I have no mm-hmm. clue about how I'm going to write or what I'm going to write, but I really want to talk a little bit about, nobody really knows a lot about Gregory's wife. Right. So basically he just kisses her, you know, on the cheek and says, hey, I'm going to go here, I'm going to go there. She comes back home, she fixes dinner. Ask him if he's going to be home. He says he's going to be late. That's all we really know about her. Yeah, and, you know, what does she do when he's not around? You know, maybe she has a secret life. She does. And I can understand how how you keep getting drawn back to that. I mean, that's how um, my huge saga became 66 volumes because, no matter what I wrote or worked on, I kept going back to the characters that I love. And because it's like a whole town of characters that I'm using, you know, some are, in some stories, they're more prevalent than others. Sometimes they're in the background. That, you know, some of the characters, because they're not, you know, they're just there, can become something more and you can develop that, and that's a lot of fun. I mean, I have probably my final book for that series, um, it's like half written, so I'm hoping that at some point I'll be able to finish it because I would like to see how the story ends. (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) But... I understand how the characters just kind of drag you. You know, they just you're writing something else, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh wow, I got you know this idea. That's why I have like 20 half-written stories. I mean, some have a chapter, some have just a title with some notes. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure a lot of authors can relate. You know, mm-hmm. and I and it could have to do with, you know, like. It's your first baby, you, you know, your first story, and then you write a second one about it, and that's how mine was. I mean, the first story I ever wrote, I wasn't planning on writing a novel. I was, I thought, oh, I'll write a short story, and it just grew and grew and grew. So, and now it's, yeah. you know, it's got 66 and a half volumes, <laughs> so... Um, and, you know, that was the first one. I always go back to that, and I write better and write for characters and add more, kill some off, bring them back from the dead, you know, all that fun stuff. 
you know, the, the thing about it is I'm so intrigued with, um, you know, I don't want to give anything away, but so basically at the end of this book, there's a character that is on the run. And so I really want to dibble and dab into what this particular person gets into. Right. Um, I, I just see, I, I just see so much habit that this particular person is going to have that's going to affect so many other people. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so basically in my mind, as I'm thinking about, um, because sometimes, you know, I, I, sometimes I'm, I'm driving and I'm thinking about how this is going to really unravel. And so when I really do start to sit down and start to write it, it's going to come together really quickly. Yeah. And that particular character is on the run. And um, we know who was um, his mentor. And his mentor is, I'm, I'm thinking in my mind, is going to go after him. Right. Which, which leaves his wife at home. Yep. And so, Whatever she does. <laughs> right. And so then we're going to learn a little bit more about her. Yeah. And that's yeah. fun developing characters because you haven't told her story, so anything that you tell about her is new and fresh and it doesn't contradict anything out, you know, like if the audience doesn't already know something about her and then you tell something about her, it makes sense because, you know, we you didn't give her much of a story at all except that, you know, she seems like the good little housewife, ignore, you know, what's going on, you know, maybe she really knows what her husband does or maybe she just is like, don't, you know, don't ask, don't tell, I don't want to know. And maybe she's just hiding stuff of her own, which so, you know, that's a, a fun character. You know, one you've had, but, you know, now they can be brought to the, the forefront. Yeah, so I want to explore, and, and I've often talked about a, an in-between kind of book, just, uh, just something that's really, maybe it doesn't necessarily have to, anything to really do with the Emily Graham, you know, uh, Series, but I really wanted to kind of write something about what what these characters, you know, are doing in the meantime. So, um, what happens with Scotty, Scotty and Sebastian? Yeah, Scotty you could write a short. What you know, what movies call a short. You know, they have it as it's like a separate from the movie, but it like runs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like it could be parallel to the movie. You know, it's it's short. Mm-hmm. You know, so. You could do a spinoff, you know. I I took um, some of my series or my saga, and at one point, I'm like, I wonder what would have happened if, like, my character Raina, instead of making marrying this one guy, um, admitted her feelings to this other guy, and married him instead. And then I wrote, a, you know, three. I took the the books, and I rewrote them. I mean, I kept the originals, but I rewrote the story to see how that one decision could affect the the path of the story. You know, some things may still happen, other things don't, and there's new stuff along the way. I call it an alternate 
you know, it's like an alternate series. So, like, okay, if she did this instead of doing this, what would happen? And it was more of an exercise for me, but I found it challenging. I'm, yeah, it is challenging. What I was thinking about doing, something maybe somewhat of a twist. So mm-hmm. in the same book, so basically, and I don't know how I would do it for it to work and for it to make sense, um, but you have the premise of the story in the first part. Yep. And then you have, so something happens. I don't know what that something is, but something happens. Right. And then maybe there are three alternative endings based off of the decision. So so it would be the next couple chapters. So it would be alternative ending one, alternative ending two, alternative ending three. So you yeah. tell the story. So you tell the story, and then you, you come to that that plot, you know, um, yeah, the like the fork that, in the road, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they have to make a decision, and then this is how their life turned out. Um, so, so yeah, I've been really thinking about that. I'm like, hmm, that would be that really, would, it would be really challenging. Yeah, that would be challenging, and it would be really interesting because when you re- when you read a um, a story, it's pretty much got this is the decision and the Pat, you know the ending, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like life. You know, sometimes we sit back and we're like, "What if I made a different decision? Which one would be like a turning point where it like changed how things, or would change how things would be?" You know, we think about that in our own life. So it's, you know, we can't go back, but in a story like that, that would really be interesting. You know, say. As an example, I like Gregory, too, or Kendall, that, you know, say that Gregory killed, um, had a choice between killing, like, person A, person B, or C, deciding to, you know, not kill this person but make everybody believe that this person is dead, you know, things like that, and see what would happen, you know. If he killed, say he killed, um, what's his name, Wellington, that you know, Kendall's husband. Did I get the name right? Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. I was like, yeah. I mean, because uh, you know, he, he's mentioned what like once, <laughs> but you know, his name stuck out in my head. So I was, you know, that would be really fun to do. I could see you having a blast writing that. Yeah. So it's just, uh, yeah. So that's definitely another, um, definitely another idea that I had that I really wanted to try to explore, um, you know, in my writing. Um, my commitment. So I, so I, I, I'm not one to sit down and say, okay, my New Year's resolution is this is what I'm going to do. Um, basically, I'm just going to make my mind up and just do what I'm going to say I'm going to do, and um, and that is commit to more writing. Um, and take more control over, take more control over my writing and being more proactive with my writing, with my publishing, and and when I say being more proactive, learning how to do some of the things that I, um, that that I don't know how to do, um, right? And, and and having a little bit more control. Over yeah, and and I think that's you know that is wonderful. I mean. 
my outlook is to be able to still do what I do, but it may be in a different way. Um, mm-hmm. You know, obstacles, you know, they jump out in front of me, and I have to just figure out the way to go over them. So that's what I'm doing. But I must say that there are times when I'm, especially lately, I've been so frustrated because of um, some limitations that when I get an email mm-hmm. or um, I, I do get these e-cards, um, a few authors actually send me e-card greetings like for New Year's and Christmas and things like that every year. And, you know, things like that just kind of get me right out of, you know, my frustration and then I'm able to focus better and figure out how to do what I want to do, even if it's something different. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mackenzie Stewart. And I'm Amy Shannon. Anything that you need to know about us is on our website, weedyaftershow.wixsite.com slash home. Join us again next time. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.